So let me tell you what's real dope about God. When he gives you a gift, a talent, a word, a platform, and you say yes to his vision and not your vision, he is going to watch that thing like a hawk in the sky to make sure that you are true to it, you are authentic to it, and you don't, in that you don't abuse and misuse what he's placed in your heart and in your life for his purpose. I have recorded about seven sessions of this particular episode and none of them were what I needed to say. They were they were filled with things that I wanted to say from a puffed up place. And I'm about to be 300% transparent with y'all because transparency is what saves lives. It's what heals souls and it's what makes people better, I believe. But I recorded this episode, this protection, love and boundaries. I've recorded this episode about 17 times in the last week. And every single time I set out to record it, someone called, someone texted. Lola was running up the stairs. There was random noise in the background. The phone stopped working. Um, I actually started recording an episode yesterday, right after I posted the blog post, uh, Are We There Yet? on the website. Because in my spirit, I felt that I had what I needed to say you know, on this platform. And let me tell y'all something. My Keisha called while I was in the middle of the recording and I lost about 30 minutes of content. And I was just like, okay, that's still not it. Sometimes you got to sit still in the dark. Um, I'm going to push this out, you know, plug, because I've been following Pastor Furtick uh, since about 2015. One of my real good friends, Jennifer, and it's so funny how how life works out and how the people that God aligns with your life, you'll understand their purpose and their position in your life by and by, as the old saints would say, if you keep living long enough. But Chica sent me a message. It was like 2015-ish, I believe. And she was like, you know, Chica, watch this. You know, he's a little animated, but, you know, the message hits home. I've been following Pastor Furtick ever since then. And the message, I'm going to encourage you all to go watch it at some point today or this week because it's streaming live today. It'll be re-recorded and released out to the masses um, on YouTube, you know, tomorrow more than likely. But if you got, you know, time in your heart and in your mind today, go ahead and watch it. It's called Kept in the Dark. And I needed to see that this morning because every single thing that he said in that message was why I could not release this episode prior to today because the place that I was coming from was not the authentic gift that God has given me. Um, I'm a wordsmith, so I'm good with words. Sometimes I'm long-winded because I'm a wordsmith. But in being a wordsmith, I understand the responsibility that comes with being an orator. And I understand the the burden (laughs) that comes with being an orator because saying what you want to say may not be what God needs you to say the message when I originally got it you know protection love and boundaries 
you know, in the first episode, I kind of, I opened up my heart space and told you all that I just gotten out of a breakup, right? And I didn't go into detail about that. And I probably never, ever will go into detail about it because my serious relationships are sacred to me. You know, there are things you'll never hear about my marriage. There are things you'll never hear about the first serious relationship that I deemed serious um, some years ago. You'll never hear details about that. Um, And then this last relationship that I just got out of, you won't hear details about that because they were sacred to me. Those were things that I protected um, with my heart, my mind, and my spirit, right? I, I can say things about those relationships, but I'll never put those men in a position to where the masses can come and attack them for their part in the relationship. Just because they didn't work doesn't mean they weren't um, necessary um, and impactful to my life. So I, I won't ever give anyone the power on the outside to come and attack those relationships. So the idea of the, the, the episode, love, uh, protection, love, and boundaries, what I wanted to do was come on and give you all a definition of protection and, you know, go into some things of what I thought protection was and how people aren't protected in relationships. And the reality of the situation is that episode was born out of me having realized that I'm 40 years old and I have not ever been protected by a man on this earth in my relationships. I've been protected by my male friends. And my male friends, they get around me, they surround me, they protect me, they protect my presence, they protect my space, they honor me, right? But the men that I've chosen to be in my life, they did not protect me in the manner that I needed to be protected. And so that is the space that that episode came from. And it may be more than one episode because that's a heavy topic, protection, love, and boundaries, because they go hand in hand. What you what you love, you protect, you guard it, you safe keep it, and you don't let anything harm it. And sometimes in our relationships, we are the biggest aggressor and violator of that space. It's not always outside parties. Outside parties can only come inside when you allow them to come inside. And violation happens in more ways than physical violation. It can be emotional violation. It can be verbal violation. It can be emotional. I already said emotional. It can be spiritual violation. Outside influence can only come in your house when you open the door and allow it in. And the thing about that is you open the door and allow it in. So the space that... I was going to originally speak on it probably would have been condescending accusatory and derogatory and that's not what God called me to do sometimes you have to have your heart checked before God will allow you to go out and help those and that's what happened to me today that's why I'm glad Um, I'm flowing freely from my heart space I don't feel like there's a certain way that I have to go with with saying what needs to be said. So I'll go ahead and jump into saying what needs to be said. Protect those that you love. Keep your business to yourself. We grew up, I, you know, I'm an 80s baby and I grew up with the dysfunction of what happens in this house stays in this house. And that saying was a gift and it was a curse because it was basically 
you know, what happens in this house is nobody else's business. The problem is that some of the things that happen in the house is what got us in the jacked up condition that we were in, right? And that we are in. Some of us watched our parents argue, fuss, and fight Sunday through Sunday and then go to church, hoop, holler, and scream in front of the altar, in front of the pastor. There were these wonderful people that we didn't know who they were on Sunday because of what we were exposed to Sunday through Sunday because when they went home it was a totally different version than what the church people got to see but that was some of the stuff that happened in the house that needed to stay in the house you know we've had parents some of us had parents that stayed together for the sake of the children and we watched them be toxic dysfunctional and demeaning towards each other But that had to stay in the house because what happened in the house stayed in the house. And then we had parents that single parents, you know, some single mothers grew up berating and belittling their daughters because they were broken. And every single time they got a man or allowed a man in the house, the man took advantage of the daughter and the daughter was outcast by the mother because the mother looked at the daughter as competition instead of someone that she needed to protect. But what happened in the house had to stay in the house because it was nobody's business. And so the protection that we needed to receive when we were coming up into life, into young adulthood, into adulthood, we never received in our homes from the people that should have given it to us in the first place. And there are a lot of us, men and women, because protection is not gender-based. It's not male, it's not female, it's human. And so a lot of us, because of what we saw in our homes, we've we've grown up to be these middle age. I was born in 1981, January 1st, 1981, birthday coming up. So, hey, you know, holla at your girl. You know, send me a happy birthday shout out on uh, on New Year's Eve at midnight because my birthday is January 1st, but I'm 40 years old. So I'm in the middle part of my life. And there are a lot of us in middle age that don't understand how to protect what we love because we were never shown how to protect what we loved because we weren't protected and loved as children. And it carries over into our relationships because the reality of all situations is that children, children grow up to do as you do and not what you say. So what we saw in our homes has been ingrained in us in such a manner, so subliminally, that we don't realize that we are in the middle of our lives still dealing with residue from when we were five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 years old. There are women with mama issues and daddy issues. There are men with mama issues and daddy issues. And because of those compound complex issues, we find ourselves in relationship spaces with people that have the same issues that we have not resolved and we don't know how to protect each other. We know how to fight each other. We know how to tear each other down, but we don't know how to be a safe place for those that we love. And being a safe place is a space where you have the emotional freedom, the mental freedom, the physical freedom, and the spiritual freedom to be who you are. The way you protect someone that you love is that you allow them to be who they are as they are. Now, by no means am I saying stay in a toxic situation and let somebody 
use you as their punching bag because they don't want to deal with their brokenness because we find ourselves in a lot of situations like that as well I used to and that's why when something is over for me I let it be over because I understand that sometimes it's not they're a bad person they're just in a bad place and I can't stay there with them because staying there with them will break me it will negate all of the healing and wholeness that I've worked so hard to cultivate within my substance. You cannot always lean your substance and give your substance into a place where there is none. Jesus is a healer. People are not. So run away from anyone that feels as though their presence in your life will heal you because that's demonic. That's not holy. And I don't know who told these people that, but baby, that ain't it. Anywho, back to what I was saying. (laughs) Y'all forgive me because I get off on a soapbox real quick. But you don't stay in a toxic situation. But if you are in a relationship or you are starting to build a relationship with someone and you recognize at the beginning of that relationship that what is attracting you to that person is not their trauma, but you can see that they want to be better than where they are and they have a desire to grow and change. That is healthy. It is not healthy to stay in a place where someone feels as though your presence is causing them to change and they don't want to because I can tell you the first thing they'll say to you is, oh, you're trying to change me. And the reality is you're not doing anything really other than being present in their life. Your presence alone, if it is a presence of substance, it is going to cause anything to change because that's the atmosphere that you set when you walk into a room. So men and women, if you find yourselves in a situation with someone and you feel as though they are trying to change you, it's not that that person is not for you. It is that person's presence is causing you to be uncomfortable because you don't want to deal within yourself and sit down and heal those things and address those things and be accountable and acknowledge those things that have you in the condition that you are in. And it's easier to project your brokenness on someone who is working their way towards being whole than it is to sit down and deal with your issues. Sometimes the thing we need to protect our relationships from is ourselves. One of the reasons that I've remained single for so long is because I realized several years back that the thing I needed to protect my relationships with men from was Yokeisha. There was some brokenness. I I was dealing with uh, validation. You know, having been told as a young girl that I was not wanted and then growing up seeking in every place that I found myself just to be loved, to be accepted as who I was and what I was, right? And so because of that, I had unrealistic expectation for the man in my life to complete me and to validate me and to justify me when God had already done that and when I sat down and I dealt with myself and dealt with what was going on within me I actually wrote a book about it called excavating the residue Uh, back in 2018 it was a heart memoir originally when I sat down to write that book because I had known for years that I was going to write it that I thought it was going to be like this 300 page bestseller tell all and the reality was no it was just me opening up some places in my heart and just detailing you know small sections of what I had to walk through to become this woman that could steward over Slay Spiritually Incorporated when God gave me the vision for Slay in 2014 I laughed I was like who gonna do that because I'm not gonna do it it's cute but I had to process through even today today was a process I had to process through and choose to deal with 
what was going on in me in order to steward over this purpose that God gave me and what it caused me to realize that there is purpose in every relationship that I find myself in in a personal space with men I don't have millions of men approaching me to be in a relationship with me I have men in my comment section I have men in my DMs giving me compliments but those men are not trying to be with me those men are trying to test me to see if they can have sex with me ladies you have to know the difference the men that I have allowed in my life I can count on one hand over the last 10 years I can count on one hand right the men that I have chosen to entertain seriously I can count on one hand and that's simply because the woman that I am does not allow room for any old thing in my life. The man that you are should not allow for any old thing in your life. It's cute to get the attention, but the substance causes you to move different. Substance comes with protection because substance is not going to allow you to entertain every single thing that's waving in your face. Substance comes with boundaries, but substance is cultivated through self-love. And that's something I myself had to walk through and I had to work through. And it's even today as I'm speaking to you on this platform, I would have been a fool to say the things that I was saying over the last several days because they would not have helped you. They would not have helped me. I would not have been pleased with what I released. God would not have been pleased with what I released. And one thing, if you know anything about me, baby, let me tell you something. I will do anything except embarrass the Lord. I've been through too much. I've lost you. I've lost too much. Disobedience costs me too much. I know the cost of disobedience. I'm not trying to do that. So I say all of that to say, sometimes the thing that you have to cultivate and lean substance to and lean healing to is yourself. Because oftentimes we are the greatest aggressor and violator of our personal relationships with others and it's not just relationships with those that you're in love with or seeking to be in love with but it's your friendships you'd be surprised how many people are still friends or call themselves friends I got my ear parentheses up with people simply because they know if they stop being friends with them today or tomorrow they're going to run their business down and nothing is more hurtful than having someone run down an untrue inaccurate version of your business because it suits to protect their image I've had that happen to me in the space of women calling me sis and saying they were my friend and then I turn around and I watch these same women publicly Facebook in group chats in the church turn around and run my business down inaccurately because they needed to protect their image when something happened between us because they felt like, oh, if I cover myself first with those I know, then she has no chance of, you know, being the light that she's supposed to be. And you know what I did in those spaces? Nothing. It was difficult. It was hard. But time always tells a story and God honors character. There's not a woman that has mishandled me that is moving better, doing better or moving different in their purpose than I am right now and that's glory to God because God will keep you in the dark and he will tell you shut up I got this the same goes for my personal space with men I've had men tell their version of our story to protect their good guy image 
And let me tell you something. It's hard to keep your mouth shut when you know somebody is mishandling your character, abusing your purpose in their life, and saying things to make them look like something they are not. And you know the truth of what happened. And even in those spaces, God told me, shut up. Because character is revealed over time and how you handle things. Was it easy? Has it been easy? Absolutely not. But it's always paid off. Because again, there is not one man that has exited my life that is doing better, moving better, or actually operating in their God-called purpose. So I say all of that to say the woman that is speaking to you today is a woman that has been kept in the dark for God honors his word, his gift, his talent, and his promise. But I've also been kept in the dark to keep from hurting others. I encourage you today, as I wrap this up, to allow God to keep you in the dark. That message from Pastor Furtick blessed me in such a way that I understand why I could not speak before today. Because God was keeping some things in the dark so that I could speak to you from a whole place and not a broken place and a transparent place and not a puffed up place. This episode right here, this this session, this, this protection, love and boundaries, it's probably going to go past today simply because I want to have some people come and speak from their perspective. So you may see this title run into the new year as I have people come speak from their perspective and not just mine. But I wanna leave you today with the challenge of keeping yourself in the dark so that you can be the safe cape, the safe haven, the safe place, and the safe keeper of the relationships that God trusts you with. Because the thing is, if you don't already have boundaries in love for yourself, healthy boundaries, everybody that gives you attention doesn't need to have access to you that's a boundary that can only be discovered through healing and self-love and actually self-like because you'd be surprised how much more powerful self-like is than self-love I like myself so there are certain things that I'm definitely not going to allow I've always loved myself but once I actually begin to like myself and accept Yokisha for who Yokisha is as well as who Yokisha is not my life changed my perspective changed and my boundaries They became healthy boundaries and healing and not boundaries out of brokenness and trauma, fearful of what may happen if I allowed certain things in. The word of the Lord says, guard your heart with all due diligence for out of it springs the issues of life. That doesn't mean put up an ironclad fortress around your your heart and not to allow people in. But it definitely is a call to really look within yourself, see what issues are flowing out of you. Allow God in to heal those issues so that you can discern and decide when you see things. Because just like there are red flags, there are green flags. So today, again, I've said I want to leave you about four times. But what I want to leave you with is learning how to deal with yourself. Acknowledge what's going on within you. And then allowing God in to heal you so that the protection that you need is first given to yourself. And when you accept that protection, you learn how to love yourself and then you erect those healthy boundaries. It will allow you to move forward in your relationships as you grow and develop and nurture those right relationships, those righteous. Righteous just means right standing. 
with God and with others. As you develop those righteously aligned relationships, you'll know how to protect them, how to honor them, how to steward over them and how to serve them. It's been an honor to be a voice to you all today. And until next time, in this same space of protection, love and boundaries, we'll continue it. Until next time, be well, be healed and be loved. I'm out.